right, Jay. Oh my Hi. God, he got it on his first try. <laughs> How are you? Good, how are you? Good, let me try out my volume. I am a little rusty, I went live by myself and then I realized that wasn't right. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Um, well, the fir first thing I wanted to do was say how I met you. So, Jay and I make similar type of video. Very similar. A little different, but very similar. And I just thought he was hilarious. And I don't know. We just started chit-chatting, and we've been following each other for well over two years. I would say well over two years. Correct. I started TikTok in, like, right when COVID started. So, like, March of 2020. We, I pretty instantly, when we both joined, we both did comedy and kind of similar kind of content. And, um, yeah, and we uh, started this journey kind of together back in the early days. And uh, we used to do a lot of lives together. And, uh, and we're kind of still around and still kicking. So, yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of great. So tell us a little bit about yourself, because I know all this ish about you, but some people may not. Um, like what kind of stuff? Like work like, stuff or like? No, no, you don't have. No, not like your social security number or anything. Just like, you know, what state are you in? Oh, sure. Of... Just let me give a shout out. Well, first of all, thank you for inviting me, Ryan. I really... Well, you're our first... I have a bunch of guests lined up now, mister, and you're still the first one. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I'm really flattered, for one. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And I just want to say um, thank you for welcoming me as your first guest. I'm truly honored, and uh, I'm just so excited. I've been thinking about it all week. And I just want to say hello to everyone in the comments because I have some people joining and I'm doing a Q&A with Ryan, like an interview style. So um, if I missed your comments, because I'm really going to be focused on the questions and answering and chatting with Ryan and probably less about um, trying to read my comments and stuff. So if you're in the comments, I love you. Hello. Uh, thank you for joining. And um, don't be mad. I'll, um, I'll try to go back and read them at some point. But um, yeah, so I'm in, I live in California. I'm in San Francisco and uh, I've lived out here twice. I lived, I moved out here once when I turned 18 and I lived out here for 10 years. And then I lived in New York City for five years. And then I moved back to San Francisco in 2011. So I've been back here, um, whatever that is, 13 years. Right, 12 years. So, yeah, so um, I uh, you, want, you want big city? I like big city. I mean, I'm from Maryland, um, and I'm from like a rural area, and that's kind of why I left. I just it wasn't for me. I like big city. I like you know lots of stuff going on, noise, lots of people. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm a city girl. I didn't know you're from a rural community. Well, I'm from like outside Baltimore. So, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, uh, neighborhoods with like, you know, houses that all look the same and, uh, you know, uh, public school where you have like, you know, five or 600 people in your graduating class. Uh, much different than, you know, you have to have a car to get around. Much different than like living in the city where, you know, uh, it's just a lot different. 
All right. So first so, thing, um, go ahead. Oh no, that's it. So no, that's pretty ahead. much where I'm at now and where I'm from, and yeah. And you travel all the time. I'm sitting here, just sitting on my couch, 24/7, and your ass, your gay ass, is going all over the freaking globe. <laughs> I do love to travel. Um, well, you know, I was starting to travel a lot before COVID. Um, you know, I, I I go to Palm Springs once or twice a year. Um, I have a lot of friends that like to travel, and you know, I don't have kids. I don't have a husband. Um, I guess I have a little bit of discretionary income. So, um, yeah, traveling is one of the things that I like to do. And especially after coming out of COVID where, you know, for three years, you know, or two and a, two years, I was kind of stuck at home, couldn't do a lot of traveling. Um, you know, I'm, you know, definitely like leaning into that. I love to travel. I love to see new places. So my 40s were supposed to be, my 40s were going to be all about my traveling. And then, you know, I lost kind of two and a half years of that. So I'm kind of trying to make up for it. You just went to Spain, correct? Uh, correct. I was in Spain in 20, uh, last summer. Oh, like, God. Uh, Where did yeah, you was go? Like, you went somewhere out, out of the country. I was in Puerto Rico. Okay. In March, I see. Yeah. A, I see a Latino theme here. <laughs> I do like my Latino men. Um, yes, um, but yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and my next big trip where I'm going uh, is next summer um, in June. I'm going to the Greek Isles, so I'm going to Athens, Mykonos, Santorini. Uh, it's a cruise. I love cruises. I've gotten really gotten into cruises the last uh, few years, just because you can see a lot of places, um, you know, uh, that I would normally see over the course of a week, as opposed to staying in one spot for a week. So I kind of like that, seeing as much as possible in a short amount of time. We're thinking about an Alaskan cruise next summer, and okay. I've, I've, I've never been on a cruise, and the only thing that makes me nervous is... I can't ride any, I know it's not like a roller coaster, but I just get, I mean, we can be on a curvy road and I'm like, Ron, pull over. And I'm just so worried that I'm not going to enjoy myself. But I know there's precautions you can take. Yeah, I have a lot of friends that are like, have been hesitant about cruises. They're like, they just don't like the idea of like, you know, um, uh, they don't like the idea of that many people and they don't like, uh, like you know, the way the food is served, you know, they don't like, like, kind of like all the, the, the way the food is served. But I really, it's not that bad. I've actually really enjoyed it. I've had, I've been on, I think, three or four cruises, and uh, I haven't had a bad experience yet. And, you know, I got nervous, too, about the motion sickness, because when I was a kid, I would get motion sickness from car rides. And my first cruise, I bought one of those little bracelets you wear, and it's supposed to, like, I don't know, uh release stuff into your system to help with motion sickness and i didn't get motion sickness so i don't know if it was because of the bracelet or not and i haven't worn one on the last two cruises and i haven't gotten sick so i don't i just must not be uh i think they're just so big and they really don't move that much uh you know that uh it's just not an issue okay yeah but I I should go. cruising is fun oh, i know i'm just worried that i was gonna be like oh my like sitting in the room under 
under the sheets, like with a sleep mask on because I'm sick, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I'd hope not. And they sell stuff that like that helps with that. So um, don't let that stop you. Don't let that stop you. I say do it. I will. I will. All right. So I'm going to ask you some, I'm going to give you some questions and you're going to tell me some random answers. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Let me look here. Let me take a sip of my monster. Ooh, mon- Ooh that stuff makes, ugh. Lordy. I know. I'm going to be up half the night now. All right. Do you prefer to visit the mountains or the beach? The beach. Vanilla or chocolate ice cream? Ooh, um, vanilla. Action or romantic comedies? Action. Really? Yeah. Interesting. um, What is one thing you have to have in your omelet? Ooh, one thing I have to have in my omelet. I would say... True, I agree. <laughs> Am I answering these too fast? Or are they like speed no, questions? No, 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 no. They're, these are speed questions. Okay. These are speed questions. Have you ever been parasailing? Is that the one where the rope is attached to the boat? Yeah. No, I've never been parasailing, believe it or not. Okay. I actually don't like heights. I don't either. Yeah. I got stuck at the top of, um, like, you know the drop zone at the amusement park? Like the one that goes all the way to the top and it kind of stops at the top and it like hovers there for like, I don't know, 15, 20 seconds and then it just falls really fast. Right. Like, I don't know, 10 years ago I got on one. I, well, I didn't want to get on one and all my friends convinced me to get on it and I got on it and we got all the way to the top and it got stuck and it got stuck for like 15 minutes and they had to like crank it like a few feet at a time down. So like, I think I was traumatized from that. So like, Ever since then, like, I don't even get on those anymore. Um, yeah. That's so terrifying. I know. I know. So heights, not so much. I don't like, I don't want to jump out of a plane. I don't, you know, like. Oh looking, my God, no. Yeah. I don't like looking over the edge of a, you know, a roof or anything like that. Nope. All <clears> right. <throat> um, do you like to bake? Uh, I, I do like to bake, but I, I don't really cook much. I don't really cook anything much, but I do like it when I've done it. Have you ever, has someone ever gave, given you their number and you act like you're putting it in your phone, but you're really just like tapping random things? Yes. <gasps> do tell ish well, what you so- want to tell. More so I've given my number, like when someone's asked for a number and I've like made up a number. Please, if you use 555, you're an idiot. No, I haven't used 555. I just, like, made up, like, I didn't even, like, repeat it. Like, it was just, like, a completely, totally random number. It wasn't 555, though. It was just, like, whatever numbers I thought of. Like, 831-2195. Like, you know, and if they would have been, like, oh, I missed that. Can you repeat it? I probably would have been, like, really apt because I wouldn't have been able to. You just said you only get one chance with me, and that's it. Yeah, these exactly. are some prize goods. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you ever seen a bat? Yes. Ooh, where? Uh, well, back where I'm from, they have bats, and they fly in the summer. They fly in the trees, and when we were kids, and we would be out after dark. 
um, you'd see them flying in the trees, like, you know. And our parents would always say, you know, oh, they'll get in your hair and you can't get them out once they get in your hair. So they would, like, scare us. Have you ever been engaged? No. And last question. I have two of them. I'm trying to decide which one I want to ask. How many words a minute do you think you can type? Oh, God. I'm an EA, so I should be good at this. <laughs> 50? Oh, man, that's that's good. I think that's good. I think anything over 32 is good, right? Is that like the average, 32? For some reason, I want to say that for some reason. But maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe I'm overestimated. Maybe 45. Okay, I'll go ahead and ask the other question, too. Do you like donuts with filling or no filling? Oh, that's a good one. Filling. I agree. All right. Now, we we both enjoy doing comedy. Yes. All right. So the first thing I want to ask you is, what was the most humorous thing that happened to you today? Oh, that's a good question. The most humorous thing that happened to me today. Mine's funny, but I'm sure yours is. What's yours? Oh, my God. Do you want to tell me yours? And then while I'll, I'll, like, my brain will be, like, thinking. Okay, so I'm... I was taking a walk slash jog, more walk, but, and a couple of different times. So there's this big power, not a power plant, but you know, like a little generator station they have with that has like a fence around it and all the pipes and all the wires and or the antennas and stuff. It's about the half the size of a, maybe half a fourth the size of a football field and it's gated. Okay. Like it's just a en- little energy. So they have a, porta potty outside of it right outside the gate and the other day I was walking and like mother nature just said Ryan you have to go to the bathroom and like I oh my gosh like I barely made it to that porta potty I don't know what I would have done if that porta potty wasn't there but anyway that's another story but so I used this porta potty on the outside of the gate and went about my day. And then one other time, I kind of had to go to the restroom, but I thought I might as well go. That way I don't have to um, worry about it. You know, no one's going to know if I use the porta potty. I mean, I don't trust porta potty. I don't like porta potties, but, you know, guess what happened today? I, I didn't have to stop or anything. And mo- let me tell you, most of the time, I don't even contemplate stopping there. I walked by today and just glanced over, just, you know, and look at everything. Ron's like, you know, that's because of you. I was like, so they put a lock on the porta potty. And then I looked up and there is a security camera, one of those domed ones. I was like, oh my God, they watched me. And they're like, that jerk is using our porta potty. Oh my God, are you serious? And they put a. a Lockmaster thing on it because of you. Well, Ron you said, I said I'm not. I surely because it's a walking trail right by it. I'm like surely I'm not the only one that's been using that thing. 
<laughs> right? I mean, there's a lot of people who walk. It's right by middle school and so on. And it has a lock on it now. Oh my god, that is hysterical. I've never heard of a porta potty with a lock on it. I haven't either, but they put one on there. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe you stunk it up too much, you know? Well that'd be quite a feat with a porta potty. <laughs> right? So anyway, I was like, well damn, okay. So anyway, what okay, what's yours? I mean, yeah, it's funny. Like, I don't know that anything funny happens today. I mean, my, I mean, this morning started, um, I went to work and I usually catch the eight o'clock shuttle and it was like 7.58 when I came up out of the subway and I wanted, I was like scrolling my phone, like catching up on notifications. So I'm like, well, I'll catch the eight because it comes every 15 minutes. So I'm like, well, I'll catch the 8.15 shuttle and then I can sit there for 15 minutes and just kind of go through my notifications. So of course the 8.15 shuttle didn't come today. So I had to wait till 8.30. So I had to sit there for a half hour and wait for the uh, 8.30 shuttle to come. I don't know if that's really humorous, but it's kind of like, you know, God saying like, the shuttle and ready to blow up and you know now we're gonna make your ass sit here for 30 minutes and wait so i you know i had a little chuckle over that um over that happening awesome spicy love um okay so when when did you at what age or what you know what portion of your earlier life did you find that you can make people laugh. Mm. Like, you just kind of were like, wow, like, this, I don't know what it is, but I'm, I can, I make people laugh. It's so funny because I have a hard time, like, sometimes seeing that in myself still, like, which is weird. Like, um, I think in my, like, circle of friends, I'm like the funny one. Like, I'm always, like, I use humor, like, when I'm going through something, I use humor. When um, I'm with my friends, I'm always the one that's, like, making, like, the inappropriate comments or saying something funny when, you know, something serious is going on. So I think I've kind of always had that, like, as an adult. Um, maybe, like, with, like, you know what I've done with my TikTok, like, you know, really the last few years, I've been like, oh, wow. Other, you know, I've always felt like I was funny and I had a sense of humor and like maybe a little bit of dark humor. And um, I don't know that I've ever really had it like uh, appreciated or like anyone's ever really commented and been like, oh, wow, you're really funny. But like definitely the last three years, I feel like um, I've really been able to feel like, oh, wow, people do get my sense of humor oh, wow, you know, I am funny. Um, it's so hard to believe, like, because I don't know, I feel like my, you know, like, I'm very, like, very different how I TikTok. Like, I'm very serious at work. I do my job. Um, and then I have this whole other personality, like, on social media, which is, like, kind of like who, you know, who I am when I'm not working. So um, definitely the last few years, um, I, I think I've, I've really noticed it. Well, and TikTok, with com at least with comedy and TikTok, it's it's the type of thing that 
can patch like you patch on oh my gosh so many views and patch on the back oh my gosh they i'm just clicking with people this is it i'm taking off and then you know the next minute the video can't even get a hundred views is it ever hard to base your self-worth not self-worth that's a little deep but self-esteem on tiktok and just the ability to be funny because i mean you make you make comedy content you don't ever you don't typically break away from that um so do you ever have moments where you know one 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 video you're all excited and you really feel validated maybe it's the word and then all of a sudden you know the next thing comes out and it just yeah, and hi Grace and hi Aliana. I just want to give them a shout out because they've been with us since the beginning and they're in the comments and I haven't been able to reply to them, but um, I just wanted to give them a shout out. And yes, um, I I definitely have gone, you know, I, you know, I started out TikTok not worried about followers, not worried about views. I just kind of was like following what other people were doing. And then like I had a few videos that like did really well. And then like, I think I was kind of in shock. Like I couldn't believe it. Like, you know, it was more like, oh my God, how did this happen? Like I'm no, you know? And then um, as I, you know, my niche kind of like changed a few times. I didn't know if I wanted to be like a dance am I doing like skits am I doing um you know like acting like kind of and over the three years it's kind of really I feel like I it's really honed in and um I do what I like to call relatable humor because you know there's stand-up comedy there's like skit acting there's like all different kinds of like I guess comedy you can do but I really like to focus on relatable humor I like to make content that people can relate to and say oh my god i've been in this situation and you know i feel like it's very broad like i can do that with work videos i can do that with like talking about the gay community and the situations gay men find themselves in that's the gift I, that keeps on giving yeah i can do it about being like over 40 you know I, I made a lot of videos about aging and being over 40 and being a gen x um, so definitely like, you know, it widens the pool of content you can put out. But yeah, I definitely, I have had issues where I have like, the way that I felt has been a direct correlation to like how my videos are doing or how, you know, how high my views are. And that is a very, um, that's a very, it's a very hard place to be because, um, you know, I shouldn't be putting my self-worth based on my videos, you know? Um, and, you know, I don't know what I what I eventually had to do was say, you know what? I had to come to a place with, like, my TikTok videos and my content where, like, I post and, like, I have to just, like, forget about it and release it and not get caught up. Um, you know, there were times when I would post videos and be like, oh my God, this is the one. And then like it would flop and I would get upset. Or there would be times when it would like get traction for an hour and then like it would just stop. Or then there were times where like nothing would happen. And um, I really got to a place where I do just post 
and like I just go on to the next video. Like I really don't get stuck to any one video anymore. And if a video takes off, it's kind of like a surprise. And I'm like, oh my God, that's great. And um, you know, then I really like get into that video and, and engaging with people. But I really try to like separate that like every video is gonna do good, that I'm defined by, you know, each video that I put out. Um, you know, uh, just that's just not the way the app works. You know, when did you, re- when did you realize it was becoming a, I don't want to say a problem, but a, it was just, your mindset was heading in the wrong direction. Mm. I tend to notice that when I like, there's a difference for me in like putting out content because I had a great idea and it's like, oh my God, this would be really cute. And there's something and there's something inside I feel when I'm forcing it. And when I'm trying to make a video and I'm trying to be like, I don't know, I feel like I'm being inauthentic. And it's something that I only know when it's happening because I can feel it. And I'm like posting because I'm just trying to like, like make something happen. And that's when I'm like not in a good place. That's usually when I have to say to myself, you know what? Put TikTok down for the day. Um, tomorrow's a new day. You can like start with a clean slate, start with a fresh head and uh, just sign off for the night. Um, and it's something I feel on the inside. It's not really anything like someone can really tell me. It's just something I feel, I call it like the ick factor. Like I feel kind of icky cause I'm just like forcing something to happen. And you know, I know when it's happening and I'm able to like in that moment kind of like uh, disconnect and say, you know what, uh, enough for today. Uh, we'll start tomorrow. Um, yeah, it's something I feel. Definitely something I feel. And, and it still happens. You know, there are days like, you know, three weeks just like a couple of videos, like barely getting a couple hundred views. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to get a video that has a thousand views to like even out like all these other videos. And I was like posting stuff that like, it was kind of me, but it wasn't kind of me, and I was just trying to get views. Right. So I'm like, okay, you know what? Um, this puts us away for the day. So that really helps the mental health, you know? Kind of putting it away, having a fresh slate. Um, and the ideas come. You know, I get inspired by so many things, like I said. I get inspired by work. I get inspired by things, you know, interactions I have in the real world. I get inspired by other creators, by other things I see. So, like, ideas will still come. It's just, like, I just can't be, like, forcing them all the time. I have to, like, you know, have that space to, like, uh, come up with new ideas. It's, it can't always be forced. Well, and do you... Th- did, when you first started, did you ever find yourself thinking, I'm going to become, you know, those few people that are really, quote unquote, TikTok famous? Like, what's her name? I don't even know her name. No, I never, I never, I never thought I was going to, like, reach a level of fame on TikTok like that. Like, like, honestly, like, I mean, I'm even surprised, like, I mean, I have, like, I'm almost at 60,000 followers. Like, that to me is so crazy, you know? Yeah, I never thought I would be like, each time I have like a video that does like really, really crazy, I'm like, I'm still like wowed and floored. Um, But I never thought I would be like, I never expected, or I don't even want a level of like, um, that comes with being that, you know, famous on TikTok. I have a hard enough time keeping up with comments and, you know, and stuff just where I'm at now. So I couldn't imagine being like 10 times bigger. 
you know? I understand. Um, do you ever suffer with the envy factor? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I have. I mean, I think what, what another thing that I also had to get over, you know, when I talked about, you know, like, you know, attaching my self-esteem to my video views, um, there were people that joined the app, yourself included, who we all were around the same amount of followers. And then you like blew past me. You got like, you know, double the, the followers I had. There have been several friends that I made on TikTok that, you know, have gone past 100,000 followers. And, and I feel like... And I still struggle with it. I feel like I've worked so hard on TikTok and, you know, I've been like so committed and I, I just put, I churn out content all the time and I feel like, wow, my follower count really hasn't like gotten to where I, I, I would like it to be. And that's something I just have to reconcile that like. That's where, that's know. when we get into the bad, what I call the bad mind zone. Yes. That is like, I still do go there occasionally where, you know, I'll click on someone's page and see like, wow, we started at the same time and they've got like three times as many followers. And then I'll go to someone else that I know has more. And it's like, I call it compare and despair. And I start to compare myself to other people. And then I start to feel bad about myself. And then it's just not a good mind, a mind space to be in. And what I do when I'm in my, that mindset, because it does still happen, that hasn't gone away completely. It has gotten better. I don't do it as often. I don't, um, um, and I used to get mad at people. I used to get like jealous and feel like, you know, and not want to support them because, you know, I was jealous that they were doing so much better. And I think that's just a natural human reaction um, for me, you know, and I'm also a Scorpio. So maybe it's a little bit of the Scorpio, but, uh, you know realize, you know what we all have our own journeys on TikTok and you know I'm on my journey and my journey tends to be of the like slow and steady like I'm kind of like the you know the tortoise and the hare I'm the tortoise like you know I'm growing very slowly and um, I have a dedicated followers and I'm and you know I'm being very consistent and you know there's other people who get big overnight and and and, and are able to do that and we all have different paths so um, kind of celebrating that, you know, we all have different journeys and different paths and they're not all the same. You know, this person took this road. I'm taking this road. Um, it's not all meant to be the same. I feel this in my soul, Jay. Aw. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. How are you? Hey, Larry. I, how are I, you? I get caught up in the I get caught up in the numbers game, too. Really bad sometimes. And what do you think is worse? Like the... Um, the posting and feeling like your videos should do better or comparing yourself to other people who like you started around the same time. Cause I'm sure even in the way I maybe feel about you, you probably have people that like maybe have 200,000 followers and you're like, Oh my God, like why am I at a hundred thousand still, you know? Yeah. And sometimes I'll, sometimes I'll catch myself being a critic and I'll, you know, I'll talk about how do these and I, I don't, I try not to do this, but some of the rooms, you know, I'll go in someone's room and I'll think to myself, this is like watching paint dry. And there's 600 people in there. And I'm like, how is this engaging? And then, you know, I'll see a video and I'm like, well, that wasn't really that funny. But there's 6 million views. I'm like, 
but I, I really try not to do that now. It's, it's just not healthy. I can only post what I want to post and hope that it does well, and that's it. I don't normally catch myself comparing to other users too much. Mine is more um, I'll, when I post something that I think is really funny and it doesn't do well, I'm like, well, did I not, you know, nod my head on the right word? Should I have emphasized this word more? Should I have done, you know, a little more of the, you know, the rock, you know, I always do that. And, you know, like, did it, should I have done this? Should I have done that? Um, should I have made it a little bit shorter? Was I just babbling? And I'll just sit there and d dissect this video. I'm like, this is really a waste. This is a waste of time. You know, this is not my livelihood. Waste some energy. Yeah, this um, is not my livelihood. Yeah. You know. No, I agree. I agree. And I, um, I, I think something I felt once too was like, and it's, it is so silly to like say out loud, but like I was feeling as like other friends were getting bigger, like I was getting left in the dust or like I was being like not looked at as the same type of creator because I didn't have as many followers. You know, it was a weird, it was a weird thing. And it's like, I don't know, it's something you just have to work through. And it's something that like you eventually have to get to a, for me, I had to get to a point where um, none of that stuff, really, none of that stuff matters to me anymore. Like, I have fun doing what I'm doing. I post content and turn over the results. And I really don't have as many of those days where I get stuck on that stuff um, anymore. You know, I just had to come to a place where, like, I was like, what's more important, my mental health or, like, you know, like, obsessing over these things? And I think more people should talk about this because as silly as it might seem it's a reality for a lot of people who post a video it doesn't do well and they they take it as um a personal insult they take it as a yeah. personal insult um uh -huh. and they let people don't like them I mean, they don't know you personally it's not a personal insult you know no, not at all. Not at all. No, I think you're totally right. And, uh, and, uh, and it sucks. We, I mean, we both admitted that we've gone there before and, uh, yeah, more people should talk about it because, uh, you know, it, we shouldn't base any of any, you know, how we feel about ourselves and our self-esteem and our confidence just off like a video that maybe, you know, didn't get circulated, you know? Right. Um, just to switch gears here for a second, growing up, you know, since we're, we're, we're lovers of comedy, different types of comedy, growing up, what were some television shows or actors that you just thought, I just, I, I get them. I get that person. That uh, kind of that's, that's a great question. Um, I mean, probably like early, like I Love Lucy, obviously, you know, um, is kind of uh, someone that I kind of always got. Um, Laverne and Shirley, I loved Laverne and Shirley growing up. That was something that I really got. Um, let's see, and then as an, uh, you know, it's funny, um, as an adult, 
I still kind of like rely on those like shows that I watched as a kid kind of as like inspiration like the 80s sitcoms and the 80s comedies like the Golden Girls um, those types of shows which obviously you know you have a a deep deep admiration for um, is kind of like inspiration those quick things to talk. You know, I, I definitely like like to do videos that like, you know, you don't expect something and then it like happens fast and then you're like, oh my God, what the fuck? Or what the F? Sorry. Oh, you're fine. Um, um, so yeah, those would be kind well, of... I love Lacey. I mean, she's the, she's the queen of physical comedy. Who is? Many, many say she is the master of physical comedy, Lu- Lucille Ball. Oh yeah, she's amazing, right? I mean, like, yeah, I mean, she... And for anyone who doesn't know what physical comedy, do you want to explain physical comedy? Because I have people like, what is that? Can you explain who Lucille Ball is? Well, no, physical comedy Ball. is like when you use your like facial expressions and your like body to like make people laugh. Like you don't even need to speak, right? Essentially. And you're good at that. <laughs> Thank you. You're really good at that. Some of the videos you've done with your your dancing and bending over. So <laughs> That's what Grace has always said. Grace always says that my physical comedy is so good. She's right. Tell him that he's yeah. being a good time girl. <laughs> Ron said you're good at being a good time girl. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, those those are great examples. And yeah, mine is definitely Oh, Sanford and Son, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mine is definitely the Golden Girls. Oh, my God. I can't even put into words how much I adore the Golden Girls. The ride, even when I was like sixth grade, sixth, seventh grade, and I really started watching it repeatedly on reruns on Lifetime. It's not even on Lifetime anymore. Um, I don't know. I just caught a few episodes. I remembered it was on. And I just caught a few episodes, and I just, the the writing on that show, so spot on. Not only the one-liners, but the stories, the sarcasm, the satire, it just hit home with me. And I have, I just, a lot of my... A lot of my videos bring in something from one of the Golden Girls in my own style. Um, especially Blanche. Oh yeah, totally. Hi, Andra. Kola. I just adore Blanche. Yeah, um, she's hilarious. Well, you uh, have you always have a little bit of like sarcasm to your videos, where you like, you know, they always end with like a punch, you know, and it definitely <laughs> has like a little bit of Blanche. What did I, one of my subscribers, Michelle, I was talking about, I can't remember the video now. I was talking about something and I was just, it was a very sincere, heartfelt monologue. And I, and then she's like, I was through on the comments. I was watching this and I knew at some point it was going to go down the drain. At the very last second, you like switch gears. Right. Thank but you no, for the um, donut, honey. Yeah, your shows, those are great examples. Are there any shows you watch? Or is there anything out there now that you think captures 
your sense of humor? I don't watch as many. I don't watch as many comedies now. I watch a lot of like dramas. You know, like I watch all the drama stuff that's on. Um, I don't feel like there's that many written. I don't feel like there's that many written thirty-minute comedies anymore. No, I mean there's really not. I'm trying to think the last comedy popular one I can think of was Modern Family. Yeah, and I didn't really, I never really watched that. I never, like, got on the Modern Family wagon. I'm trying to think, like, in the last, even, like, 10, 15 years, like, if there's been any comedy that... Everybody Loves um, Raymond did pretty, was very popular. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. I do like Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, there's some great characters on there. I mean, that's been 20 years ago, 25 years well, ago. Yeah, that's even been, been more. I can't think of the comedy so different now. You know, it's not so much like the physical comedy. It's kind of like the, um, like, yeah, it's just different. Very different. Kind of like The Office. Yeah, I like The Office. I did watch the. I watched the. I watched the whole Office during, um or Seinfeld maybe. You know, that's one. Speaking of comedy, that's one. I same Larry. I've never, and people just, some of the people I work with, I mean, they just, they want to come at me with daggers when I say this, but I have, and I've watched, I'm not just basing this off of not watching. I have never found, I have never found Seinfeld funny. I think it's, yeah, it's like an acquired taste, you know? I don't find Seinfeld funny, but I found, like, a lot of the supporting characters funny. Like, I found the girl funny, and I found, you know, Kramer funny. Um, but, yeah, I don't find him particularly funny as well. It was usually everyone else I kind of laughed at. And another show that I never thought was funny, I didn't think it was, had, I didn't think it had real zingers. I didn't think it was a lot of sarcasm and, you know, read, one thing I love about the Golden Girls is reading between the lines. Like, I, the video I just posted before I went live, I said, some men are like an old Nintendo game. You gotta blow on them to get them to function. <laughs> I could be thinking is, you know, blowing on what? Their hair, their, you know. And one show I thought never was, one show I never thought was funny is Friends. Oh, hey, bare, Barefoot Neighbor. Um, I liked Friends, but yeah, I don't know that it's like the level of like, yeah, a lot of people are, that's another one, hit or miss. People, some people like it, some people don't. Hey, Barefoot Neighbor. Um, yeah, I yeah. never. All right, so last thing I wanted to ask you. This, okay. I, you are, like I said, this is my first ever uh, Q&A and. I hope it's going okay. Yeah, uh, you know what? If it ain't, oh well. <laughs> I think it is. Um, if it wasn't, we wouldn't have anybody in here, right? Thank That's you, Larry. Larry. Thank you. Did Thank you know you, before? Larry. Did you know before I became an educator, I was a journalism major? No, I did not. Are you telling me or Larry? You, anyone? Oh no, I did not know that. For a year and a half. Really? I sure was. So were you like an anchor somewhere, or worked in the no, newsroom? No, no. Or? no, no, no. A year and a half of college was to be a journalism major. No, I wasn't a journalist. Like, I wasn't out at your NBC, local NBC affiliate interviewing a woman, you know, about the dog show coming up or anything. <laughs> I, I, It was my major. Okay. 
And I, sometimes I regret that I got away from it, I, that I could have really made something with it. But you know what? That's one of those things you can't. I am where I am. I'm an educator. I'm proud of it. And, you know, doesn't do any good to second guess things. No, not at this point. Exactly. I'm 40. Oh, really? I turned 40 in April, yes. Oh, wow. Happy belated birthday. One of my very first mutuals on. Really? Aw, that is very true. Barefoot Neighbor and I have not known each other that long. Oh, really? Oh, he's great. He's great. Yeah. I like his videos. Oh, yeah. Speaking of content creators, I mean, he's just blown up. He's doing amazing on here. Uh, he is. I know. He is 839,000 followers. I know. You can give me a shout out if you'd ever like to. I would totally appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Well, so. I want to ask you a question, Ryan. What is your, so. like, um, what, like, how do you get your inspiration? Like, what do you, you know, like, what's your creative process? I'm, I'm interested in, I've never really asked anyone on here. I just know kind of what mine is, but like, it'd be interesting to hear someone else's. Um, well, one thing is I've learned, use your notes app or have a notebook nearby when you think of an idea because you will forget it. Very true. You will forget it. So, um, a lot of mine is... Just everyday life and just things that really aren't funny, but if you think about them, they are. So, for example, um, if there's dishes in the dish in the sink that haven't been washed, I hate that. I absolutely hate it. I feel like I'm hoarders, and I know it's not, but <laughs> so just for example, dishes in the sink. And I think to myself, what could I, what could I talk about, about dishes in the sink? That would be funny. Some people are like, you know, my mind goes, well, some people are like, or the last time my husband uh, did the dishes was back when blah, blah, blah. You know, so I just take something that, that you would consider the most boring non-imaginative topic and try to make it funny because that is relatable to people everybody's dealt with dishes in the sink and of course my other inspiration is sexual innuendos because I think they're hilarious you know I present myself sometimes on here like I'm just this walking harlot (laughs) he's just blowing his way through the community (laughs) you know and it those videos of mine have really clicked with people and I'm like what does that say about me that but the a lot of my videos dealing with sex and people that are too easy or people who aren't getting any or it, it, they just tend to they just tend to do well and so a lot of sexual innuendos a lot of just the mundane of life and current events I can make funny too okay like, I just got a video recently with almost 2 million views. I was taking a walk and I passed this um, retention pond in the neighborhood behind mine. 
And I looked at that retention pond as I was walking and I thought, I got a video idea. So I pulled out my phone and I said, and sometimes I use this redneck voice. And for some reason, when I use that redneck voice, those videos tend to do better. I call it a redneck voice. It's because it's not a Southern accent. It's, I don't know what the hell it is. No. So like if I was reading Larry's comment, I'd say, my dirty scorpion mine, I can't make any, I can make anything innocent dirty. I, I, not, but it's an accent of sorts. So I was walking and I saw this retention pond and the Titanic submersible story was everywhere. Yeah. And I looked at this little pond and I thought, well, I'll just take people, I'll just take people down to the bottom of this retention pond for a thousandth of the price. For $250, I'll take you to the bottom of this lake, this pond behind me in an old Rubbermaid container. And maybe we can find an old ironing board or something. And that just cracked people up. I saw that. And, you know, I... And the thing is, I thought about it for like five seconds. Like that that idea came to me in five seconds. And yet some of these videos that I'm just really just grinding my brain and my gears to come up with. That's what I mean about forcing material. Like it's so great when you have an idea and you can just shoot a video in five seconds and it's authentic to who you are versus like, seeing things in your feed and trying to do something that's not you just to like do something you know just to like try to get something um that's like the magic of like what is one what is one thing on tiktok that you tried that you thought i'm just going to give it a try a lot of people do it and do well and you just did horrible with it and you never want to do it again and mine's thirst traps i can't do a thirst trap people think it's comedy um, you know, I could, if I was that video and I was like, people would think, oh, singing. Would I'm not a singer. So yeah, I think I did a video once where I tried to sing and it was like utter failure. Yeah. I'm not a singer. Um, yeah, not a singer at all. I actually, like, what I'm doing now is like, I'm trying to, take because i feel like i've really honed in on my niche and what i'm good at you do a lot of and videos like, about hating kids hating kids yes those do really well <laughs> all my videos where i'm like fuck them kids and this and that do really well um yeah like i've used that sound a few times and it's been really good to me <laughs> they, they... i did it for the little mermaid i did it for barbie um yeah so it's been really well. But I'm really like getting, I'm finding how to like apply what I do to current events now. Like you said, like the submersible and like, you know, Mitch McConnell and like Carly Russell, that whole thing with the kidnapping. Like I'm just finding ways now to like do what I do and like jump on things when they're hot. Cause those tend to do really well too when you jump on the bandwagon and you're talking about something that everyone else is talking about, but you're still applying your like, what you're good at or what you're like, what you're strong, you know, what you're strong at. Um, you ever have moments, like, you ever have moments where you're like, uh, that's going to step on toes. I'm not going to do that. 
Yeah, I post things sometimes and delete them a few minutes later. Or well, I mean things where you, it, it doesn't even get out of the drafts. You're like, eh, I better not do I that. I actually don't. Are you a drafter? I'm curious. Or are you? No. A, I I post and go. I have I zero drafts. Nope, no drafts. Yeah, I don't have drafts either. Yeah, I I posted things sometimes where I've let things sit there and I've thought about it and I'm like, am I going to post this or not? Um, usually they're like. Uh, S-E-X related and I'm like I don't know you know I don't know just Same, kind of like okay. I don't know that my fan base will get this like I'll see something and I'll think it's for the gay community but I'm like I'm trying to think of all the women that follow me and all the straight women I'm like I don't know if they'll really get this so I just won't post it um, so yeah there is like some you know and then sometimes I'm just like screw it post it and then I'll see what happens you know yeah. Has there ever been anything that you're that you don't post because you think that's not PC or that's not? Uh. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I can't really think of any like anything off. I mean, maybe sounds like certain sounds like if it's very like obvious that it's like from like an African American woman creator or it's from like a Asian you know American creator. Like I just maybe will steer away from that because I don't want to be like accused of um, you know I don't know what the word is, but it would be like appropriation, like using their sound to like you know to make myself have more clout. So I, I do tend to stay away from those types of situations just out of respect and out of like, you know, wanting them to have, you know, a platform and, and, and a playground to play in. And I don't, you know, there's enough sounds and enough things for me as a cis, you know, white male to use. I don't need to be, you know, going to those types of sounds to further, you know, my reach. So yeah, I definitely like try to think of and try to think about that a little bit and have a little bit of pause. Like, you know, do I need to be using this sound or should I let someone else maybe use this sound, you know? All right, guys, I'm gonna ask Jay, well, I don't wanna keep Jay forever. I'm gonna ask Jay one oh, more I question know. and then I want you guys, I want all of you in the chat to, if you want, give us a question in the chat and uh, we'll have a chance to answer it. So go ahead and put your questions in the chat and I'm gonna ask Jay one more question. And I'm in no hurry, so don't feel like I'm, okay. I'm not in any. I'm not rushing off. I have no plan. I'm off tomorrow. I have no plans. So. Nice. Yeah. Um. You know, we were talking about people that we looked to for comedy when we were kids. Do you ever find just that really doesn't have anything to do with it? But do you ever find you use comedy to hurt people, or when you're in when you're up? You use comedy in a way to deflect from your your feelings, or it's like a defense mechanism. Like this, per I'm uncomfortable. I'm going to belittle this person, or I'm going to insult them, or the situation, or anything like. I, I do that. If I feel like I'm backed in a corner, sometimes my my response is to belittle that person with humor, and that's not good. Yes, I've been guilty of that. I think. You know? Yeah, I... Hey, Soul Mikey. Hey, Keely. All right, if anyone has a question, we would love to have your questions. And I thank you for the compliments on my questions that um, that I have asked him. Yeah, I tried to be as 
uh, expansive as I could. How different is your current... Good question. How different, Jay, is your current content from what you thought it would be when you first started? Huh, I have an answer to that. I want to hear yours first, though. Yeah, no, it's very different. So before I started TikTok, I was making videos on Instagram and I was doing dance videos. I would I would do half a screen myself and then I was doing Britney Spears videos and I was reenacting the choreography and I was doing Janet Jackson um, and I was doing like all these like videos that have like choreography and um, they were like half and you know, I was doing it while the video was doing it. And when I started TikTok, I was doing those types of videos and I had no idea. I mean, this was in the early stages and I thought like I was going to, that was what my content was going to be, was like just dance videos. I was in this dance era. Like you and, did, um, you did, did you do like some of these standing next to it, doing the exact same Exactly, but it was more, um, I was on the top half of the screen, and then the below bottom half was the music video. Okay. So I would just be, like, in my bedroom. Okay. Um, oh my god, I can't believe I haven't seen those. Yeah, if you go to my Instagram, um, I think there's some, like, a few years back, like, right before COVID, where you can see them. Um... And so that's what I thought my content was going to be. And then, I don't know, at some point it changed. I started doing like the dance videos, you know, like all of the dance trends. Like there were so many dance trends um, in the beginning of TikTok because I can't think of that big creator, but that girl that's like the huge like TikTok creator that did all the dance videos. Um, Ron, what's the girl's name that did all the dance videos? That was really, I can't think of her. I... I know who you're talking about. Yeah, like, Ray or whatever. Yes. That's it. Yeah. So in the beginning, I thought I was going to be doing dancing and dance videos and doing things with choreography. And um, and that's not what I end up doing now. Like, I very seldom do anything that's dance related. Um, most of my content is comedy. And I do, um, you know, I like to do a combination of different types of comedy now. Like, I like to do just like, you know, where I like throw out like a statement or a comment or like, you know, something that's kind of like, at the end, it, like, catches you off guard. You're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that. You know, I like to do, like, you know, the comedy where it's, like, you know, something about work-related, you know, making fun of, like, something we all experience at work. Um, or I like to do, like, the physical comedy. So, you know, very seldom do, I mean, I do dance videos anymore. I think the last dance video I did was the margarita video, the one, oh, you know, yeah. that wasn't even really dancing. That was just like spreading my legs and like, you know, like kind of shaking my hips, but like I very typical, seldom do dance. A typical Tuesday. Exactly. But I don't do dancing anymore. And those were like all I was doing before. Like, um, I was doing like one a day on Instagram, like posting those. I was going like crazy on those. Um, so back to your question about, so my, my, I think we might've even been friends and I'm not sure. My original aim on TikTok, and it was very deliberate, was I was going to do videos about the humor, the, the, the day-to-day -day life of a teacher. Okay. Cause there are people that do that and do it very well. Um, you know, students who always forget to put their name on their paper, students who always want to go to the bathroom, um, students who always raise their hand to answer a question, God bless them, and it's always wrong. Um, and I was doing 
those. And thanks, Ron. I was always doing those. And they just, I felt like I was holding back because I was going to keep it, you know, very, very cutesy. And, you know, like students not, when students don't put their names on their paper, and I would use like the crazy song by Narls Barkley. Cause it'll drive, cause it will drive you crazy. Kids don't put the yeah. freaking name on their paper. And I would play the Narls Barkley crazy song. And that was a video. And they did okay. But they just, I wasn't happy with them. And then I, like you said, I started making videos just about life in general and, you know, things that happen every day that we don't even realize are funny that are. And one of the first videos I did like that was when someone's um, tailgating you. And um, I used the Oops, I Did It Again song. And I started and I flipped my camera on my speedometer and I was going like 10 miles an hour. I was in the Lowe's parking lot, but they didn't need, the viewers didn't need to know that. <laughs> and just to like, so I'm like, screw you. I'm going to go 10 miles an hour and you're going to sit here and go slow. And you're going to think about what an asshole you are, you know? And it got like, I don't know, 25 or 30,000 views. And I was like, holy shit. Um, cause these teacher videos are getting like 80, 150, you know? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. And then I did, um, just some, just some other ones about, um, you know, this is the sexual stuff and the, you know, social distancing and how I love social distancing. Cause I hate, you know, just, but it, it wasn't educational. It wasn't teacher driven content and it's just exploded. Um, so mine, to answer your question, mine was originally, the, the trials and tribulations of being a teacher. I love that. And how long, like, I could, I feel like it's been a long journey to get to a point where, like, I kind of know my niche. I know what I'm good at. Like, I know when I'm making something, like, if this is JT, if this, like, you know, do, do you feel like it was a long journey to get where you are now? Or do you, you know, how, how did that change for you? Um, well, so the teacher thing lasted, like, six months okay you know i did it for a while and and then i i just when i started doing any <laughs> anything but teaching videos did better i don't know uh i think because maybe i do that every day that it didn't come off because i mean that's my if i'm a teacher that's what i do every you know it's hard to so the things that i don't really do i think are so much more fun because you can just take your mind anywhere, like these sexual videos. Yeah. You know, you know, all these videos about, you know, being a harlot and running around and, and videos about current events. Like your mind can go everywhere with teaching. You can only do certain things that are appropriate and, you know, and funny. So I just found that mine is mostly, um, adult humor where, there's, you know, it's it's an innuendo. If you say it's dirty, I'll say, well, that's your problem that you made it dirty. Because it's not dirty. It's about 
blowing a man's hair because it's wet because he was caught in a rainstorm, you pervert. You know. <laughs> so, yeah, that. And then we have one other question. Very Blanche. Very Blanche. Yes. Okay, the other question was we'll give this one to you, Jay. Oh my gosh, it's way up here. Where is that question? Oh, that wasn't a question. I think she said. Okay, so does anyone else have a question? Oh, I love some. Thank tips. you, Melinda. Thank I you, love Melinda. Some, like, and like help, like. I've like I've found no way to monetize anything on TikTok. Like I've made not a dime ever really on TikTok. So like I don't know. It'd be nice maybe to get some tips on like, you know, how to go to that next level. How to like if you ever hear anything, send them my way. You know, how to like, you know, turn videos, I don't know, make this profitable at some point, you know? Right. Uh Melinda said, have you ever been tempted to join the AI train. What do you think of those, Melinda? I made a video about the AI lives just because they were in my FYP, and I was like, ooh, a rose. And like, did like the whole like silly thing they're all doing, but no, I don't think I could do it. I feel like everybody would be in the comments asking me what I was doing if I went live and started doing that. And uh, I'd have to create like a ghost account and do it from scratch and like not show my face or something. <laughs> but no, I haven't been tempted at all. I've actually started blocking those people because I find them super, like, I just find them super cringy when they come on my feed. Mm-hmm. For a rose, you could go oh, smell poppers. Ooh, for a rose. <laughs> but they're making, Ooh, they're making so much money. Hey, they're making, like, thousands of dollars over, like, a That's couple hours. That's what I heard. Some of them are just really knocking it out of the park. Yeah. I mean, like anything, it'll probably have a lifespan. It'll be like the egg thing, you know, where people were like peeling the eggs and getting so much money. Like everything kind of has like a life cycle and then people will stop watching them. Linda has mixed feelings. Yeah. I've thought about doing one live with that, but that's not really my thing. I would. I know. It's like it doesn't feel natural, right? Ron said he would turn off our electricity if I tried to do that. Ah. (laughs) All right. Does anyone else have a question? Um, have so you as done, I like, said, let me ask you too, Ryan. Have you done like any um, like collaborations with other artists? Like that's one thing I haven't really done either. Like you know, done like you know videos with like bigger um, creators or done like collabs where we worked together and created something. Have you done any of that? No, I have not. You mean like we would do a a video where we're talking to each other? Like a comedy skit? Like a duet or like you meet up and do a video together where you're both in the video. You know, like the old gays, like they always have like people joining their videos and stuff. You know? Um, No, I haven't. Um, It's a good idea, though. Yeah, like Like, something like, you know, the Barefoot Neighbor. I'm like, oh, what if I like did a video and like had the Barefoot Neighbor and then all his like followers see the video, you know? Right. Um, where do you come up? Here you go. Good question, Larry. Uh, Jay, where do you come up with your ideas? Do you say another video or do you, do you think I think for yourself? So do you ever see someone else's video and you're like, 
I could do that better and do the same thing? Or do you think, well, that's in my, that, that's going to be my starting point, but I'm going to use some creative liberty and do it a little bit different. That's, that's a great question. I'm curious what you think about my content before I answer. Do you think that I do a lot of, I'm just curious. Do you think I do a lot of content that just looks like a lot of the other content out there? Or do you feel like mine sometimes have something different? No, I think yours is different. I think yours comes off like you're, you know, you're having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with your viewer. Um, and not just like you're cutting jokes. Okay. Um, that's a great question. Who asked that, Larry? I really try to do a lot of original content. So a lot of my stuff, like I come up with, um, I do also get inspired by videos I see where I'll hear a trending sound and it'll be like a trending thing that's going on. And I'm like, oh, I can do that and take it like up a level. You know, I could even make it more. Or, you know, I have been guilty where I've seen a video before and I've just been like, this is so freaking good. I'm just gonna do one and like make it my own. Um, you know, I've done that too. You know, I, I've, I've been accused of like, stealing a video idea before on here. I try not I to do that, that anymore. Now. You know, what's that? I remember that. Found that and think I just basically recreated the video and like all the persons, people came on my page and were like attacking me and I like deleted the video and um, I don't know. I feel like there's a little bit of like, that just happens with TikTok. Like I've actually seen videos on my FYP when I've been scrolling that were like my idea and like, you know, a sound that I used in a, an idea that I did and like one of my followers recreated it or um, someone that I didn't even know. It was like someone that wasn't even following me had like done it. So I get it. We all kind of like get inspired by what we see. And I think some of it's subconscious, you know, we see and then we like, come up with ideas. Um, I try not to like, what I try not to do is like make an exact copy. Like I try not to take someone's idea, you know, line by line, word by word, text by text, sound by sound. If I do it, I try to like put my own spin on it. Um, you know, once you kind of release into the, the TikTok algorithm, it's kind of like, you kind of like, I feel like you have no control what happens. It kind of like, you know, I get inspired by other people, other people get inspired by me. I just try not to like copy exactly. I try to add something or make it better or do it my way. Um, but I get inspired by all kinds of things, like I said. Um, I just really like look at my day when I go throughout my day. And like you said, I jot things down, I make notes, I like, I'm like, oh, this would make a really good idea later. You know, my favorite videos that I see that like are really funny or my favorite sounds that I want to use. And then I go back to them. Like if I'm having a slow content day, I'll go back and listen to all the sounds that I favorited. And I'll be like, oh, Jenny, you know, do I want to make a video on any of these sounds? Um, so there's inspiration everywhere. I feel like I'm much more aware of it now than I used to be before TikTok. Like now I really, when I'm out, throughout my day, I'm like always listening and looking and oh. <laughs> I on Facebook. I have a friend that posts, like, ah! I know, and I have a friend on Facebook that posts like the funniest memes and I'm always like, oh my God, I'm stealing this. This is gonna be a freaking good TikTok. And I'm, you know, I'm getting inspiration all kinds of places. So um, I'm I've like- never been, um, I used to be so, personally against doing a lip sync because I'm like, that's not creative. 
But I've changed on that. I do think you can do a lip sync, and I think you can make it your own, and I think you can make it hilarious. Especially, lip syncs are all about facial expressions. And, you know, anytime, typically, anytime I do a Blanche Devereaux lip sync, they do well. Um, Barefoot neighbor says you have to, you have to find, you have to find the line funny. If you don't find the line funny and you try to lip sync it, first of all, why would you do that? But maybe it's a popular lip sync and you're like, okay, well, it's, everybody's doing this. I got to do it. But you don't really like it. It's going to, it's going to show in your face. It's going to show in your hands. It's going to show in your eyes. If you think it's hilarious, then I think lip syncs you can make your own. Yeah. Barefoot neighbor said cooking talk is the same way. There's only so many recipes you can cook. Like you have to get inspired, you know? But no, I agree. I used to do a lot of lip syncing. I think when I first went from dancing to comedy, um, it was mostly lip syncing. And I find that lip syncing is probably the thing I do least now. I don't do a ton of lip syncs. Um, I do them occasionally. Um, cause like a sound, you know, something will be like the thing everyone's doing. Um, but it's probably the thing I do the least now is lip syncing. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. If you've done right, like it's all about, you know, the facial expressions and your physical comedy. It's not really about the sound. And sometimes you're so good. You can't even tell that you're lip syncing. Like you're actually thinking they're the originator of the sound, right. which is crazy. Right. Larry I've mean, seen some lip syncs come on my feed where, you know, the person's not even moving their lips. It doesn't even look like they're, like, sane, and they have, like, three million views, you know? And we thank you because you make us feel like we're doing an okay job. <laughs> <laughs> Larry said, have you ever had a video you didn't think was going to go somewhere, and yet it did all the time? Oh, all the time. All the time. Yeah. I like to be pleasantly surprised. That's why I like to just post and post and let go of the results. Um, and then, you know, if something ends up doing well, like I'm excited, but I, I don't get excited about po every video I post now. I just, I'm excited when I make it and I'm like, you know, happy I did it, but I don't expect, I don't have any expectations on my videos when I post them out. I've been upset too many times. So I've moved way past that. Exactly. But yes, yeah. to answer your question all the time. Totally. One thing I don't do a lot of anymore, I don't do a ton of duets or stitches. I feel like I went through an era where I was trying to do, I was like, oh, I'm going to duet all the like trending videos. And like, that'll be my key to, you know, whatever is that I'll just duet everything that's got like a million views. And um, I don't do a ton anymore. I only do them when, you know, the spirit lifts me, when, I, when I'm moved by something. People, whether it be an actor in a movie, a sitcom, a public speaker, people can normally people can sense inauthenticity in a second. I agree with that. It's just an intuitive thing people can do. Totally. That's when I reached that spot that we talked about in the very beginning. Like when I feel like I'm forcing content or I'm forcing a joke or I'm doing something, it just inside. I'm like, okay, that's when I got to step away. That's when I know, like, you know, um, this isn't really authentic. This is, I'm being inauthentic here. Um, that's a good time to like take a break. Right. Uh, big and small creators that you would like to meet. 
I would like to meet Imagine Biscuit. I would love to be an Imagine Biscuit video. I think they're really funny. I don't know that I know them. Um, they're a uh, male-female duo. They shoot all their videos together. Um, they're a lot of satire, and uh, they do a lot of videos where you know they're sipping martinis and they're drunk. And um, I think I would like to do something with them. I think they're funny. Um, if they would ever, you know, ask me, I would love to do something with them. Um, they're a big one I think I would like to meet. Um, there's not really that, that many. Um, I mean, I would rather, a lot of people I just rather meet to just go out to dinner and, you know, spend the evening together. Totally. And I've actually, I meet people, like I've had people come to San Francisco that follow me and they're like, Hey, do you want to grab a coffee? Like I met my, I've met a few people that way and we've gone and had it. I met, I met one guy who went for brunch, him and his girlfriend were like driving through going to Oregon and they stopped in San Francisco and I met them and had brunch. Then I had another friend that came through that had followed me and he was like, Hey, would you get a coffee with me? I'm visiting for the week. And I met him and had, we had like a coffee date. And so I'm like, I totally do that all the time. Um, when I travel, you know, if people know I'm in their city and they message me, like I'll, I go out of my way to like, you know, have a face to face with people, you know? So I think it's important. I think it's important. That is very true. Yeah, that is true. I have not met Larry. I feel like I've seen Larry on the street, though, but we haven't met. <laughs> I'd love to. Yes, I would too, Andras. But um, yeah, there's those are Imagine Biscuits. The one I think I would enjoy being in something with them. So, last question: Where would you like to see your TikTok in five years? Um, uh, in terms of TikTok, one in terms of your content and your 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 brand. Um, I mean, in five years, if I'm still on TikTok, I mean, I must still be having fun because the only way I'll continue on this app is if I'm having fun. Like, I don't want it to become like a mental health issue or like, you know, I don't want to be on here fighting with people. Like, I just want to be like having fun. I get a lot of joy out of making people laugh. So as long as I can still make people laugh, still relate to people, then I would consider that a success. Um, I think more short term, like what are my goals on, on TikTok? Like I would love, I always said I'd love to hit 100,000 followers on TikTok. I don't know if it'll happen. I mean, I feel like I'm over the halfway point. I have like close to 60,000 followers now. So I feel like if I continue working hard another year or two, maybe, maybe I'll hit that goal. I think that would be kind of a fun goal to hit. Um, and then outside of that, um, I don't know, maybe like doing, um, you know, doing some like collaborations, you know, um, maybe uh, doing some partnerships with other creators. That would be really fun, like kind of expanding like what I do and like, you know, working with other, I feel like something I haven't done is work with other creators a lot. I've been very much like a one woman show. Um, I do other creators in some way that would be kind of a good branch off I think 
Um, and maybe getting back to live someday. I used to do lives a lot. I just haven't really found my what my live like what my niche is. Like I, I'm good at making videos, but like I don't really like when I go live. Like I try just going live and singing and like just acting a fool. And it's, it takes a lot of energy and it takes a lot of mental health to do that. Like I don't know. I haven't really figured out what my what what I could contribute to live. I tried doing games. I tried doing quizzes. I tried doing all these things. I just I haven't really like figured hard. out like a thing. It's really hard. A thing that people want. I feel like lives are really good if you're hot and if you have your shirt off. And you know, as far as like gay men, like I found that like they get a lot of followers. They get a lot of people in their lives. Um, I don't know that people want to just sit around hearing about my day. I know that's just me. So it's, it's been lot. discouraging. It's a lot of work. Here's what I do: I throw something against the wall and see if it sticks. <laughs> I mean, I have tried, I have tried so many things. It's kind of like your videos. You don't know what people are going to respond to. You you think you might know, and you might be right half the time. But I'm slowly starting to um, de- develop a routine on my lives that people attend regularly and support me. And have fun. If I, I always tell people, if I'm not having fun in my lives, how in the world are you going to have fun? Oh, my God. Right? Exactly. And if I feel like I'm just here because, I, you know, that's going to come off to people. Yeah. So if I was offering you – if you do ever consider it again, this is my opinion. Um, engagement is everything. Absolutely. Have set times. Um, and just make it whatever is convenient for you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's only for an hour, so I go live at this. So people will tune in because they're like, they'll look at their watch or they'll look at their phone. Oh, it's nine o'clock. That Ryan fool's getting ready to go on. You know, I, I've done that, you know, um, and have a set routine, you know, like game shows, newscasts. Sports, uh, pre and post game shows, commercials. I mean, pe- people like structure. And if you just show up, I'm live at this time. I'm live at this time. You know, people, people like. Okay, you're gonna be live at this time tonight. We're doing this, and people will tune in. Hey, I really- Austin. I was just talking about Austin. He's in my comments. That's who I had coffee with when he was here in San Francisco. Oh, nice. Hi, Austin. That's my advice. And uh, and it's starting to work. I mean, I'm getting... For me, I'm getting between 20 and 30 people in my life. Mm-hmm. That's good for me. Oh, my God. I mean, if I have anywhere from 15 to 30 people in my life, that's good for me. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel and you. And getting people... And getting people uh, to subscribe mm-hmm. um, because they feel the perks. Mm. You know, some people are like, I want you to subscribe. Well, why? You know, so, you know, I am always changing up my pictures in my chat. I love doing those. Those are fun. I enjoy that. Yeah. Um, I have my subscribers always get to request music. I see, see. They request music every time I go live. They know. And I will make sure every live, I make sure every subscriber gets to pick a song. 
Yeah. I'm not going to be like, well, it's over. There's five of you who haven't picked. Nope. We're going to go until I will. If they want to stay, I will stay. And they know. And here's the thing. They know I'm going to stay. Mm-hmm. They know, oh, Ryan hasn't gotten to me yet to pick a song. They know that I'm going to make that happen. I am not going to say, well, sorry. You know, no. Um, so they always get to pick a song. Sometimes two. They get to share the pictures. They get the little right Ryan rainbow by their name. They get to play trivia every other Sunday. You know, if you make if you make it feel like I mean it's five ninety nine a month, and I know different people are on different budgets, but you know five ninety nine a month. I always say it's twenty cents a day. It's one less McDonald's. I'm healthier than McDonald's. <laughs> and people will people will put their neck out for you. They will. Yeah, so that's, my, that's my advice. If that made any lick of sense. No, it's hardly there. It's Harley then. So. Hi, CC. Hey, CC. It's been a wild ride, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You were my first ever guest, and I have to say, you were amazing, and you get a round of applause. <laughs> nice job. Oh, oh my God, I love that. Nice job. Maybe you'll get booked on more people's lives. Hey, TikTok. Yeah, maybe. If anyone wants to give me a shout out, feel free. If you're not following me, give me a follow. Yes, please. Um, yes, all the, all the, all the, um, house, what's that called? The house cleaning. What do they call the that when you cleaning. have to? The house cleaning. Yes, the house cleaning. Make would be sure. kind of fun to go on other lives. I would actually, my, would not mind doing that. I yeah. like this. Absolutely. Like I can do it like structure. It's just like going live and not knowing what to do. You know, it's all about the, as I said. The, um, I agree. And next week, next week's guest. I have several. I am so grateful how many people have said yes when I've asked them. Oh they're really? Like, they're next like, week? sure. I would love to win. So next week's guest is Brandon, the ghost hunter. He has oh. almost 500,000 followers. Really? Um, he does ghost hunting, and um, I've seen some of his lives. Like, he'll have this little machine. It sounds like from Stranger Things, and it's like, I'm like, oh, my God, what is going on? So, anyway, I don't know. It, I'm a, it's a learning experience for me, and he's going to come on. Austin asking if he can be a guest. Sure. DM me. You hear so, that let me say let me say it like the kids see th- see this is the type of thing I would make a TikTok sure DM me eh. redo okay. Ryan slide so in my, I slide so in my I'm email. leaving for I'm going to Maryland on Saturday and I'll be gone ten days because my parents live in Maryland and so I'm going home I my parents are divorced but I do like five days at my dad's five days at my mom's. And my content is not going, you know, I feel like I have a pretty normal schedule. Like I post daily. I usually post, you know, one to three times a day. Um, I probably won't be able to do my normal cadence because, you know, I'll be with my family and they'll be like, what are you doing in there with the door closed? You know, it's kind of <laughs> like, it's just, so yeah, you know, my, <laughs> my content is going to be like, it's just my normal schedule is going to be interrupted. Um, so yeah, so, um, 
I'll post when I can. I'll post as much as I can. But um, it's always hard when you vacation or when you're out of your normal, like when you're not at your home because you're out of your routine. And, um, you know, that's another thing I had to struggle with too is like getting frustrated that I couldn't post when I'm on a trip or with my family because uh, I'm out of my routine. So that's another thing I've had to like... Uh, well, I take, sometimes I'll take a week off. Like in June, I took a week off. Like I was just actually taking a break in like three years. Oh, oh, see, I take a week. I don't answer. I don't do anything on it. Like I don't even open the app. Do it. It's very, very refreshing. Really? Maybe I should do that. I don't know if I'd actually be able to. But that's another episode. <laughs> yeah. On our next episode about addiction, Jason will talk about his social I do have, I have a guest coming on talking about a former addict. Um, she will be on in September. So I'm looking forward to that. Oh, invite me to that because you know I'm 23 years sober. So right. yeah, I could be in the comments. She had a real struggle, methamphetamine. Um, oh, yeah. I can relate. I did that for Memorial Day weekend, and it was amazing. It Maybe amazing. I should just try to take, like, a couple of days off, like, start small, you know? Right. Yeah, I just, just, and don't say, well, I'm not going to post a video, but I'm just going to scroll the FYP. No, just don't even open the app, just, and then I don't go back and, because I respond to all my followers' comments. I don't even do, I don't even do that. Like, I just start, like, when I get back on, I answer the comments from when I got back on into the future. Yeah, because I do the same thing. I really, I try, I engage with as many people as possible. Like I comment back on every comment I get. And it's a hard pace to keep as you get bigger, as more of your videos do well. It's just a hard pace, plus you're creating, plus you're working full time, plus you're, you know, it's just a hard pace, but I like that tip. Maybe it would be good. What do you guys think? Do you think I should take like a week off? I loved it. Did you find that like videos like your did your account just keep going while you were offline? Afraid of like leaving like not being relevant anymore, you know? I know. Yeah, we we're we like that micromanaging uh, or on top of it, but yeah, I um when I came back, I had way ninety nine plus. I mean, yeah, it'll it'll keep going. Okay. Hey, Frank. Yeah, I need to try taking a break. Hi, I'm with Jay. Maybe a couple days to start. I mean, the fact that you recognize that you need to take a break is half the battle. Yeah. I just feel like what like there's going to be a lot of downtime when I'm gone. And, like, my go-to is TikTok. So I don't know if, you know, maybe I should use – I don't know. I have to think about it. <laughs> And if you guys don't follow Frank, he also makes very funny videos. And Frank lives in San Francisco, too, yeah, and we've never does. met. Yes, he does. So it's another creator in San Francisco I haven't met. Frank, we need to meet, meet at some point. And Austin, Austin, if you'd like to be a guest sometime, slide in my DMs. Yes, slide Austin in. is very sweet. Be very gentle when you slide in, please. Thank you. Ah. I'm not, I'm an old gal. How did you do the sound effect? Do I have that on mine too? No. You will if you're the host. Okay. You go to enhance and it's right there. Okay. 
So, yeah, next week is the ghost hunter. So if you're around, Jay, come in the live and maybe you can learn how to find ghosts. Okay. Yeah, I'll be on East Coast time. So I guess we'll be on the same time zone. We will. Yep. It's 1128 here. Yep. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. This was like super, super fun. I had a great time. And guys, I'm going to go ahead and sign off because I'm on. I normally, and that's the other thing, you know, Set time, set time, set times. I'm telling you, it's all about the set. In my opinion, some people are like, I just go when I want, and you know, whatever works for you. Yeah. There's no book of instructions, right? Totally. We're all just figuring it out, you know. Right. All right, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Jay. Of course. Thank I you for having good. me. This is my great. Thanks such awesome. a great time. On this podcasty thingamajig I have here. Yes. <laughs> we'll, have to like, we'll have to like make a, a memento, you know, first first guest on we the will. Ryan podcast. I'll put it in the mail. Ah! <laughs> put my check in the mail, my residuals, please. Uh-huh. All right. See you guys. Bye, everyone. Good night. Bye. Love you. Bye. Much love. Bye.